Welcome to the Life is a Journey podcast, where my goal is to help you to strive, thrive, and be all God has called you to be. No matter what comes, we can make it in this journey, because life is a journey. Welcome back to the Life is a Journey podcast. In this week's episode, the topic of discussion is lift your hands up. So many of you may be wondering from the title what I'm talking about. Or excuse me, y'all forgive me. The topic of discussion is throw your hands up. You can lift them up too, (laughs) but throw your hands up because there are many situations in our lives and before I go any further into this this episode, I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. Thank each and every one of you for also taking out the time of your schedule to listen to this podcast. Y'all, please forgive me and spare with me. I recently finished up my Invisalign, but due to the fact that um, they had to scan my teeth for my retainers, I still have to keep in my Invisalign, so... Please forgive me if if I my lisp is more pronounced this episode. Um, I'm finished with my Invisalign, like I said, but I have to wait for my retainers to come in, which will be about two weeks. So um, just in case you may or may not understand anything I'm saying or if you hear any extra or any words, y'all, please bear with me. Nevertheless, to God be the glory in that Um what you need to hear, we're going to get it done today. Amen? Okay. So, once again, there are many times in life that you want to throw your hands up or lift your hands up. And I want to give you the one of the, the symbolic meanings of hands. And this is per by the Bible. It says hands symbolic meaning shows strength, power and protection. According to the Bible, the hands are the source of security and can help you handle several other things in your life. So you have to be very keen to imagine the good things that life will give you. Hands symbol hand symbols can be can be key when you think of changing the direction of your life hence you have to be committed to your life and work past the limiting thoughts you have in your mind so with that being said you know those those particular things that were mentioned the hands the symbolic meaning of them are strength power and protection strength power and protection most of you like myself, majority of people are right-handed. And that's more than likely your strong hand. You know, no pun intended to, to anybody out there who may have any, um, and I'm saying this because I feel led to say it, and, and I know that there are some people who don't have a, their ability of their hands. And that's why it's so important for us to not take for granted the 
the things that we have the ability to use the activities and use of our limbs i hear it all the time and even i myself coming up as a young man in church during testimony service would get up before the people of god and say you know first giving honor to god you know i couldn't say who's the head of my life because i just i knew i wasn't in that place but i would give honor to the pastor and the first lady and the saints and then you we then to go further into the testimony i would say thank god for the activities use of my limbs and you know and so on and so forth but it's strength power and protection those three things are very 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 important in life strength because in your hands there is strength we have the strength to help somebody we have the strength to heal someone we have the strength to um, lift somebody up we have the strength in our hands to bear someone else's load then it says power there is power in your hands not always in the sense of what you might be thinking when it comes to even with strength you know even with protection you know most people when they think of those things they might instantly go to oh i'm protecting myself i'm fighting no but some things in life you protect yourself from with the usage of your hands in a different way um got quite a bit of information i'm gonna try to get get everything that i have down in my notes um get it all accomplished in this episode but um i want to give you all these quotes before i before i go any further into our scriptures so the quote says the first one it says and it's by rick Mahiris, i believe um it says my players on defense must have ha, have a hand up on every shot if not they run sprints and i'm gonna just uh comment on this this quote right here it's something that i put in my notes as well it says there are consequences both naturally and spiritually when we don't surrender or throw our hands up so think about it in the natural sense just like the the person who wrote this quote rick said my players on defense must have a hand up on every shot if not they run sprints so you know as the, as the saying on the court goes hands down hand down man down so if you don't have your hands up when a defender is getting ready to shoot you give him the opportunity to make a wide open shot same way in life when we don't throw our hands up and we try to handle it ourselves and we don't surrender to god we pay the consequences of it when we're trying to handle it our own when we just don't throw our hands up in and which is a sign of surrenderance surrenderance excuse me you know we try to bear it ourselves we try to take care of ourselves but god told us he told us to cast our burdens on him come to me all ye who are heavy laden laden burden and I will give you rest for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Who else better to take it to than, than God? He's the one that can bear it all. You know, um, I'm guilty of it myself, like truly. And 
and I'm not making an excuse, but as as a man, and many of you out there as men listeners can agree that we possess a lot of pride. You know, I don't, I don't, I struggle with, you know, asking for help. I really do. Even when I know I need it, like I will do my best to do everything that I can to take care of myself. It's just something that I pride myself in, you know, as a man. And, but however, in life, we can't, we can't, um, continue to move forward and we can't progress. We can't get better. If when certain life search situations come up, we try to handle it ourselves and that, and that handling ourselves is having our hands down. It's like the coach, the young, excuse me, like Rick said, if his players don't have their hands up on every shot, they got to run sprints. What sprint are you running? When you, when you don't put your hands up, when certain things on the offense, when you on defense and things in life, what don't you throw your hands up on? Is it your finances? Is it relationships? Is it your job? What is it? Is it different circumstances or different things that are going on in the world? We we had to learn how to throw our hands up. The next quote says, "A hand up is worthier than one's one's own fist grasping a higher rung of the ladder." And that's by Doris Grumbach. I'm gonna read it again. A hand up is worthier than one's own fist grasping a higher rung of the ladder. Mm. So just in short, from my understanding of what the the person that wrote this quote is saying is that, you know, if you got your hand up as opposed to having a fist grasping for a, uh, a higher rung on the ladder, you know, sometimes in life we... We got our hands out grabbing, reaching for different accolades and, and or different things in life. And there's nothing wrong with that in its in its own season or timing. But uh, a hand, a hand up. Like when you were in school, you know, the teacher always taught us and we know as children that even even in certain situations that, you know, meetings or whatever as adults that when you want something, you raise your hand. Same way. So a hand up is worthier than a hand, a, a clenched fist that's trying to grasp for a higher part on the ladder or on the ladder, a higher area on the ladder of life. You know, <laughs> so we we got to throw our hands up. And the last one is by Bill Murray, and it reads, you're supposed to have one hand up and one hand down as you're trying to go as you're trying to going up. You're trying to pull someone up at the same time. And that's true. You know, a lot of times we and I, 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 I feel this this need to put this in here right quick. That when we're excelling in life and certain things, 
we can't get so busy thinking about ourselves at all that we forget about others. You know, um, it's important that as I'm reaching my hand up, that my other hand is down pulling somebody else up. We all are on different levels in our walk with God. We're all on different levels financially. We're all on different levels physically, fitness wise, whatever it may be. We are all on different levels. But none of us are ever in a position where when we're reaching up with that one hand, that that op, that other hand, that opposing hand that we can't reach and pull our brother or our sister up. We are a help one to another. You know, it, it's wrong for, for it be wrong for me to have knowledge of something. And this is a part of pulling somebody up. It's wrong for me to have knowledge of something and be reaching up to God for me, me to grow and see you struggling with certain things and having this knowledge and gaining this growth with God and not use my opposing hand to pull you up. That's not love. That's not right. That's not Christ. You know, I'm as the more I grow, the more I mature, the more I get better, and the more I work on myself and allow God to work on me, I'm learning to share the gifts that he has placed in me. One of them here on the podcast. I don't do this for me. I don't do this to get paid. I don't do this for accolades. I do this because I believe it's a, a door of opportunity that God has opened for me to be a blessing to someone else, to help them in their life journey, to help them to hopefully come to know Christ. That's why I do this. And it's a blessing. I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to do it. Same way with my 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 Facebook page or my Instagram page, anything that I post is my my hope is to to hope and and inspire somebody, you know, to live their best life and to live their best life for God. So so I have a few script one. I have one particular um, passage of scripture that I, I'm, I'm going to get into in a little bit, but I want to give you a few passages of scriptures that we have here. Um, bear with me as I scroll through my notes. Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, starting here. This is Psalms 141 verses 1 through 2. Oh Lord, I call upon you. Hasten to me. Give ear to my voice when I call you. Let my prayer be counted as an incense before you and the lifting up of my of my hands as the evening sacrifice. And Psalms 143 and 6. I stretch out my hands to you. My soul thirsts for you like a, a parched land. Second Chronicles 6 verses 12 and 13. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of the all of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands 
Solomon had made a bronze platform five cubits long, five cubits wide, and three cubits high, and had set it in the court, and he stood on it. Then he knelt on his knees in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands toward heaven. And lastly, Ezra on this particular um, scripture, excuse me, uh, Ezra 9 and 5. And at the evening sacrifice, I rose from my fasting with my garment and my cloak torn and fell upon my knees and spread out my hands to the Lord, my God. I'm gonna give you a few more, and then I, um, then we'll go further into to this episode. Y'all bear with me. <laughs> this is one of those nights where I'm 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 not all over the place, but I just I just do my best to be led led by the Spirit, led by whatever God is trying to say, whatever needs to be said. And Ezra blessed the Lord. This is Nehemiah 8 and 6. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. And all the people answered, Amen, Amen. Lifting up their hands, and they bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Lamentations 3 and 41. Let us lift up our hearts and hands to God in heaven. 1 Timothy, Timothy 2 and 8. I desire that in every place the men should pray, lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling. Lastly, Psalm 63 and 4, and then 134 and 2. If someone should object and say that few of these texts speak of worship, and this, y'all forgive me, this is um, in my notes of a website that I pulled some of this information. And this is in particular about worship and prayer. If someone, and it's in reference, these are that's the scripture. If someone should object and say that few of these texts speak of worship, they can see Psalms 63 and 4, 134 and 2. But only a prayer, as if a rigid distinction can be even made between the two. Indeed, I can't recall ever worshiping God without praying to him. And prayer is itself a form of worship. So you and I both know that in most church settings, even in your private time with God, that if you've had any personal experience with the presence of God, the you know, um, just the, the feeling, you know, just God dwelling upon you. Um, when it comes to worship that we lift our hands many times, you know, um, pastors that are up or whomever is leading in pray, praise and worship may ask the saints to lift their hands, you know, and which is a sign first and foremost of surrenders. Even when you come to Christ at the at the the ben, dur, before the ben, during the benediction, excuse me, <clears throat> and being able to the the salvation, being able to get give your life to Christ, they ask you to lift your hands, which is a sign of surrenderance. 
so many of us bear the weight of different things in life. So many of us bear the weight of, I mean, it's endless. You know, some of us don't even share certain things with others. You know, whether that's our spouse, whether our friends, whether our our parents, our siblings, and we try to bear the weight ourselves. But when you try to bear the weight yourself, you get crushed. When you try to bear the weight yourself, you end up feeling some kind of way, dealing with all these different emotions, trying to handle it, handle it on your own. When it was never meant to be handled on your own. Song said, with my hands lifted up and my mouth filled with praise. With the heart of thanksgiving, I will bless thee, O Lord. I will bless thee, O Lord. I will bless thee, O Lord. With the heart of thanksgiving, I will bless thee, O Lord. Emphasis on the verse or the portion of the song that says, with my hands lifted up. Then it goes on to say, with my mouth filled with praise, because you got to open your mouth. He said, everything that have breath, praise ye the Lord. You know, <laughs> many times we get bottled, boggled down with life situations, whatever it may be. Throw your hands up. We could throw our hands up for so many other different things. But how about throwing your hands up for one of the most important things? Your life, your soul. Throw your hands up and surrender us to God. Throw your hand up. Throw your hand or hands up and give it to him. Throw your hands up when you're going through on your job. Throw your hands up when you don't know what else to do. Throw your hands up when life gets tough. Throw your hands up even when it's rough. Throw your hands up when bills are due. Throw your hands up. Because I guarantee you, he'll come see about you. He'll not only come see about you. He will lend a listening ear. But he also, in a still small voice, will give you what to do. So just throw your hands up. I'm thankful that we have a God who hears us. And there are a few things here that um, in my notes that, that mention about lifting of hands in worship. And, um, you know, one here says, our hands speak loudly. The human 
The human hand gives visible expression to so many of our beliefs, feelings, and intentions. When I taught homiletics how to preach, one of the most difficult tasks was getting young preachers to use their hands properly. Either from embarrassment or fear, they would keep them stuffed in their pockets, hidden from the sight, excuse me, hidden from sight behind their backs or nervously twiddled them in a variety of annoying ways. Our hands speak loudly. When angry, we clench our fists, threatening harm to others. When guilty, we hide our hands or hold incriminating evidence from view. When uneasy, we sit on them to obscure our inner selves. When worried, we wring them. When afraid, we use them to cover our face or hold tightly to someone for protection. When desperate or frustrated, we throw them wildly in the air, perhaps also in resignation or dismay. When confused, we extend them in bewilderment as if asking for advice and direction. When hospitable, we use them to warmly receive those in our presence. When suspicious, we use them to keep someone at bay or perhaps point an accusing finger in their direction. These these next two, um, we've one of them we already mentioned, and I'm just going to read it. It's surrender. I lift my hands when I worship because like one who surrenders to a higher authority, I yield to God's will and ways and submit to his guidance and power and purpose in my life. It is my way of saying, God, I am yours to do with as you please. And I, 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 I want to say something real quick on this. And. It's it, when it says when he said God I am yours to do with as you please God is someone who will never misuse you he won't abuse you he's not here to 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 do harm to you like the enemy is and when God uses you it's always to be a blessing to someone else. It's always to bring glory to his name. You know, real quick, um, my son asked a question the other day in reference to if God knew we was going to do this, that, and the third, why did he still yet create the earth? Why did he still yet? And my explanation to him was, because of relationship and God wants and desires relationship with each and every one of us. We are his children. And I went further, you know, and I hope this is helping somebody out there. We as parents are like, we are not only our children's guardian, but in a way we are an example of God in a way that how we are, how our relationship is with God. That's what God expects us to do. 
as parents. And so once again, just answering this question, like, and God is grace. He he's grace giving. He's merciful, you know, and even though he knows what we're going to do before we do it, he still has mercy on us. He still allows us to, to have grace. He has grace on us. Excuse me. He's graceful. And if it were not for his grace and his mercy, we would be consumed by all of life issues. We would die. We wouldn't, we wouldn't even exist. But because he's loving, he's forgiving, he's kind. We have this ability. I'm going to read this last one and I got to, I got to give this to you before before I close the main scripture that really jumped out to me that I wanted to talk about. So this last one here is vulnerability. There are other ones, but this is one I want to read out to you. I lift my hands when I worship because like one who expresses utter vulnerability, I say to the Lord, I have nothing to hide. I come to you open handed, concealing nothing. My life is yours to search and sanctify. I'm holding nothing back. My heart, soul, spirit, body, and will are an open book to you. That's powerful, y'all. That's powerful. And that's something I'm learning to practice more and more, um, especially in, in, in the in a natural sense, you know, with, with my children and with my wife and, you know, which is the most important, uh, uh, unit for me to be vulnerable with. Um, and it's, it's important to be vulnerable and especially being vulnerable with God. So, um, as I close this out, this particular passage of scripture can be found in Exodus 7, 7, chapter 17, verses 8 through 16. Now, I'm going to try to read it as quickly as possible, as much of it as possible, as my time is, is winding down. So, it reads, starting at verse 8. While the people of Israel were still at Rephidim, the warriors of Amalek attacked them. Moses commanded Joshua. Choose, choose some men to go out and fight the army of Amalek for us. Tomorrow I will stand at the top of the hill, holding the staff of God in my hands. So Joshua did what Moses had commanded and fought the army of Amalek. Meanwhile, Moses, Aaron, and Hur, or Ur, climbed to the top of a nearby hill. As long as Moses held up the staff, in his hand, the Israelites had the advantage, but whenever he dropped his hand, the Amalekites gained the advantage. Moses' arms soon became so tired he could no longer hold them up. So Aaron and Ur found a stone for him to sit on. They stood on each side of Moses holding up his hands, so his hands held steady until sunset. As a result, Joshua overwhelmed the army of Amalek in battle. After the victory, the Lord instructed Moses, write this down on a scroll as a permanent reminder and read it aloud to Joshua. I will erase the memory of Amalek from under heaven. 
Moses built an altar there and named it Yahweh Nisi or Yahweh Nisi, yeah, Nisi, which means the Lord is my banner. He said they have raised their fists against the Lord's throne. So now the Lord will be at war with Amalek generation after generation. And this is also the New Living Translation. So as I close this week's episode of Life is a Journey. As we touch on this particular scripture here. On the emphasis of when Moses, he had his hands up. And when he began to get weak. Aaron and Ur, they lifted his hands. And as they did this, they were able to overcome the Amalekites. So, who do you have in your corner that when life gets hard, that they can raise your hands to help you win life's battles? Who do you have that will help you to win the battles of this life? Long as they did that, they they were winning. The moment his hands, he got weak and his hands began to fall, they began to lose. As we mentioned earlier in this podcast, this episode, when your hands are down, <laughs> you're vulnerable. In a, not in a good way. Prime example, on a, on a, on a, on a, a, a physical illustration if you will look at boxers boxers know that okay if i put my hands down and i don't protect my face at all if i don't protect myself at all times i leave myself open to get hit every single time if i don't have my hands up when i throw a jab i'm opening myself up for a haymaker i'm opening myself up for an attack of the enemy i'm opening myself up if i don't protect my my, my ribs i don't protect my lower body I can get hit and damage be done to my body. When we don't put our hands up in protection, which God is our protection, we open ourselves up to be attacked. When you don't put your hands up, you're vulnerable. You're vulnerable to the things of this life. You're vulnerable to, to being attacked. Throw your hands up. Throw your hands up. Throw your hands up. And be safe. Safe in his arms. Safe in his protection. Safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. No matter what life can bring. And will bring. When you throw your hands up. He's going to keep you. When you throw your hands up and you're walking out a life that's that's that God has called you to do, when you have a relationship with him, he's going to protect you. And I'm going to say this on a I don't I don't know if I should say it. And I'm not going to say it. I'll say that for another episode. But I just want to thank you for your time 
Thank you for tuning in. This has been another episode of Life is a Journey. And until next time, be blessed. At the end of the day, I want to inspire, motivate, and encourage you to be all God has for you to be. And remember, until next time, to always live, love, learn, and grow.